You're listening to Biz Quick. This is where Julie and Corey provide quick and useful information to small business owners. Biz Quick is the podcast where small business owners get to showcase their businesses and receive expert advice and guidance in areas many entrepreneurs struggle with. And you, the listener, get solutions, tips, and tricks on real-world topics that many small business owners face. Julie and Corey are the experts small businesses hire when they need solutions. And the BizQuick podcast is just one way they deliver those solutions. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Corey. And I'm Julie. And on today's episode, we've got Cheryl Devon of C3 Specialty. She's going to join us in the back half of the show. But before we get into that, Julie and I are going to talk about what it's like to start a business. Great topic for us um, for a couple of reasons. One, we're just about a year old now. And two, we're actually going through the process of helping Cheryl launch her business. She's a client of ours. So um, I'm curious, what was the hardest part? Now that we're just about on the year mark, what was the hardest part for you about launching? Well, like you said, we've been in March, we're going to celebrate our one year anniversary. So that's exciting for us. Most businesses uh, don't really get to say that they've celebrated one year a lot of play you know a lot of businesses uh, uh fail fail quickly and and you know there's nothing wrong with that while you're figuring out what you're doing and that was probably the hardest thing i think for us was figuring out what it is that we do um we started in march we knew that there was a void but it it was kind of like that that game or that puzzle where you've got two pictures and you've got to find the five differences between the two where Julie and I both knew that there was something missing. There was something there that we needed to, there was a void that needed to get filled, but we just, it, it took us probably six or seven months to really figure it out what it is that, um, that we do. And, you know, we, we finally found our groove and that's helping uh, people start businesses. That's helping people grow their businesses uh, just build stronger foundations. Uh, and along the way, Julie made sure that we had plenty to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because I would agree figuring out exactly what our niche was, um, was really challenging for us. And boy, once we found it though, we really started to, you know, hit our stride and we were good. But for me, I think I didn't realize how, and I know this sounds stupid. I didn't realize truly how much work there would be to do. Like, I think for the first six months, we never took a day off and we were working like 10, 12, 14 hours a day. It was crazy. A lot of work, mostly my fault. Yeah. Mostly your fault. Uh, <laughs> Julie has what I like to call business ADD. So every other day for the, probably the entirety of last summer, uh, we would start the day and I'm like, great. What direction are we going in today, Julie? <laughs> Lots of website updates. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, the, the flip side of that, another way to say that is all of the great business ideas that we had were mine. Sure. I'll give you credit. <laughs> you can have all of the good and bad. Yeah. Um, I, we did kind of, I did kind of do that to myself, but um, I didn't, I just didn't, it was, you know, starting a business and we say this all the time. It's now a joke between us where, oh my God, starting a small business is so hard or running a small business is so hard to the point where I'm like, we need to stop saying that. But it, it's not for the weak. Like you have got to really want it. You got to want it bad. Well, and it's not so much that it's hard. It's just time consuming. Yeah. So for us, it took us a while to figure out, figure out who we were. Like I already said that, but you know, the first two months that we, we had our website, we were putting out a blog a day which was insane. And then we decided to cut it back to three a week, which is still 
a large number, like it's, it's a significant amount of content for us to continually have to put out. But I think we finally hit our group where we've got three blogs and two podcasts a week, um, 8,000 social media posts. I don't even know what else is going on because I'm too busy changing the website again. <laughs> yeah, I still do like to make those website changes, but I'm always, you know, I'm striving for, you know, better every day. I want us to be better as I know that you do too. And I think, you know, one of the, the key things when you're launching a business and we're going to hear Cheryl talk about this a little bit, hopefully where she, she'll dive into the why of her business. But when you look at launching something and knowing if it's a viable product or service, right? Like that's, that's, that's a process in itself. It is trying, it is tough trying to figure out if what you're selling is worth it. You know, we love to use the example, like, are you a typewriter repair business? That's, you know, obviously out outdated nowadays, but it, there's still possibly a need. There's always those hipsters who like to do the retro stuff, um, but there doesn't need to be one on every corner. And that's something that you could probably send away for nowadays. Yeah. I, um, I just had a conversation recently with somebody um, where she wanted to start a new business and she said she had really no idea what to do. She's like, I don't know where to start. And I don't know. And she wanted to create a business for um, wigs for women. Right. And, um, you know, she's like, I feel like maybe there's already too many um, businesses that do that. And I reminded her that it doesn't really matter how saturated the market is if what you have brings value to somebody and you can differentiate yourself. Yeah. And it also depends upon your business models. Like, so for her, I mean, if, if it's not something where she needs to support herself or her family, if it's a side gig, whatever it is, as long as you're profitable, that's fine. I mean, you have to go into it knowing, knowing what your end game is. You know, if, if this is going to be your sole source of income, you might want to, you know, in addition to wigs, sell hats or I don't even know. I mean, you're talking to somebody who doesn't have any hair, so I, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, what, you know, so we've talked about what was the hardest part launching. What was your favorite part about launching? Um, I think just doing it in general, like just like just being able to be my own boss. Um, you know. I think that's an unfair statement. I'm pretty sure I'm the boss of you. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm in charge. Um, <laughs> that's why this works, folks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just just being able to to set you know your own schedule, and you know outside of client meetings and you know whatever else that we have on the calendar. I mean, it's pretty much you're in charge of your day, which I I like doing. You know, I like having that freedom. Yeah, I really enjoy. Um, realizing the impact that we can have on small business owners, right? I mean, part of the reason that we're both so passionate about what we do is because we grew up in small business families and because 2020 was so devastatingly crushing on a lot of small business owners. And sometimes, and this will probably sound ridiculous, but sometimes I actually, I surprise myself for the level that we are able to help people, right? Where I think, oh, wow, like we're actually like, we're, we're, we're kind of sharp. We're good at this. And I don't, I think sometimes I, I forget like how much we really do know. Did you rehearse that question and answer before you asked me? I did not. Because I'm I, over here saying, oh, I like the freedom. You're like, I like helping people. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I didn't know what my answer was going to be. And then I thought, 
you know what? I'm going to ask him if he wants to take another swing at that one. <laughs> do you want to try I'll, again? I'm going to stick with it. I like the freedom. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I do like the freedom as well. Although I find myself, um, I get, I, on occasion, I'm a little tough on myself if I feel like I'm not working hard enough or long enough, which is ridiculous. It is because I have no problem taking time off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's true. Well, um, we probably should uh, wrap up and bring Cheryl in. She's sitting in the waiting room waiting to get onto this podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, but before we do, we actually have a short break where Cheryl's going to tell you a little bit about her business and how you can get a discount on her services. Hi, I'm Cheryl with C3 Specialties, a creative freelance copywriting service. I'll go ahead and take care of website copy for you or do a refresh. I do email marketing campaigns. I'll do press releases. Heck, I'll even write your bio on Clubhouse if you need to. And right now, all new customers are receiving a 10% discount. And since we're a brand new business, you're all new customers. Go ahead and mention this podcast when you contact me and we'll get your discount all squared away. Awesome. Thanks, Cheryl. Back to the show. Welcome back. And now we've got Cheryl Devon. She's the founder of C3 Specialties, which is a full service copywriting firm. Thanks for joining us today, Cheryl. How's it going? It's going all right. Thanks for the invite, guys. I appreciate it. You are welcome. So you have recently, or you're in the process, no, you've recently launched your business, right? And you are um, starting out building your client list and have just really got moving. So um, what's that experience been like for you? It's been, it's been quite a roller coaster ride. Uh, you, you have uh, moments of pure bliss and excitement, and you've got a lot of ideas and visions, and then you've got other days where you are overwhelmed with how much there really is that goes into starting your own business. Um, it, it's good to have a team that can walk you through all, all the way across. But it's, it's, it's been fun. It's been a really good experience learning more about who you are and exactly honing in on what you do. I have to ask, since this is, you know, almost one full year into a pandemic, why now? Why not? Uh, right now, I think businesses more than ever need somebody to help them get their voice about what their brand is out to people. It's tough to connect. You can't get out in person and, and do the feelers. And so I think at this point, businesses are, are primed and ready, needing somebody to help them communicate to their customer base. And that's where I come in. And so I started looking at, at all of this, how people can't get together. And I thought, you know what? I can help that. This might be a really good time to get involved now and find new and creative ways to get businesses and customers together and working with one another in this pandemic. What a perfect answer. You're right. Why not? Right. There's never a better time. I mean, we launched our business during a pandemic and it, it, it was a great experience. It was really scary at first to think like, Ooh, what are we doing? But it was overall a really good experience. What um, the actual launch itself, mm -hmm. what's that? Um, how has that process been for you? It's uh, it's been a whirlwind because we decided to launch um quite early, actually. First of the year, I said, you know, I think I want to I launch this thing. 
And so it's really been um, an exercise in getting myself organized. I'm more creative than I am logistics minded. So it's, it's been a great growth opportunity to break things down and get myself better organized so that there's success, not just for me in my business, but success in the process while I'm helping various customers. Yep. Agreed. And you, you know, so you, you said success a couple times in there. What, what does success really look like for you? Success for me, I think is when I'm able to, to really capture the, the vision and the ideas that a customer has. And I put it in a very conversational manner that gets people to listen. It, it's, I kind of equate it to you're walking up and you're trying to make friends with someone for the very first time. You wanna have that connection. You know whether or not you're gonna have a continued friendship later on, just in those first few moments. And success for me is, is capturing that moment and putting it out as, as sort of that friendly voice from the company that I represent or, or bring on for whatever reason. Yeah, uh, that is, that's such a good point, Cheryl. And, you know, as, as Corey and I mentioned in, you know, the intro, when we were chatting, uh, you chose us to help you launch your business. So we're working through, you know, a lot of the logistics with you and the planning portions of it. And it's been a, you know, it's been an interesting process because it's been fast tracked. And, you know, sometimes we work with small business owners who take three or four months to launch. And, and, you know, you came in and you were very certain, like, I want to launch on this date. I'm going, let's figure it out. And so everything was fast tracked a little bit easier when you're looking at a service instead of, uh, instead of a product, but you know, overall you, you have had a ton of stuff that we have put on your plate in the last you know, three, three and a half weeks, and you've just been knocking it down left and right. So I think that might be, uh, how would, how, is there any way that you could sort of tie in that process that you've used for launching with how you're going to service your customers? It, it's sort of the same thing. You've got customers that are going to have deadlines, things that just kind of pop up and you've got to have that sort of mentality that, you know, it's, it's, it's like chopping down a tree. It's one swing at a time. You just, it, as long as you just keep swinging, you're going to get that tree down eventually. You tackle those kind of projects that same way. It's, it's a little nerve wracking sometimes, but people have deadlines and deadlines are money. And, and in the field, you know, with small businesses, it's important. You've just got to get it done and you've got to just knock it out. If you're going to be representing multiple clients, you know, across multiple industries, uh, different personalities, different brands, all of that, can you walk me through how you get to know that person so that they feel comfortable that you have their voice? Sure. Uh, start with a little uh, survey that I send it. Well, not so much a survey, but a questionnaire, I guess, would be the, the, the best way to put it. It tells me a little bit, not only about their company, but about who they are. And if I can get them talking in their conversational voice about the business, it tells me a little bit more about what that business truly is. And so we start with that questionnaire, we'll follow it up 
perhaps with another email, there'll be a phone call, perhaps a Zoom call. And we have that one-on-one -on -one conversation so I can really get a proper feel about who they are and what their ideas are for that company. And then I take that and turn that into a voice that I can talk to potential customers for them in that voice. Will you, um, that's, a, that's a great process. Will you also look at, because I'm assuming that most of the clients that you'll be working with are, they have existing businesses. So they already have a voice out there. And sometimes that can be a challenge, right? To write in an existing voice. So will you be helping businesses to sort of change the voice of their business or really looking at what they have existing and figuring out how to just improve upon that voice? Or is it a little bit of both? I think it's a little bit of both. It just depends on what they're going for. If their voice isn't working for them, it, it's for one of two reasons. They're not using the right language for their customers and therein they might need a change for their voice, or it's just a matter of, of fine tuning what the message is and speaking in a way that their customers are a little more open to hearing. And so that whole research process of their company, speaking with them will give me a better idea of what, what really needs to take place there in the services that I provide. Yeah, we um, like to say that every piece of content, whether it be an email or what your website says or a social media post, but pretty much everything that you put out is, it's marketing right? You are marketing your company and it doesn't matter what it, I mean, right down to if you're, it's a job description or your, your bio on social media, all marketing and Absolutely. all needing to be done in a very specific voice. And so do you, is that part of your services where you, you literally will write anything for people? Pretty much. Um, I, I tend to shy away from the social media posts just because I think there's a lot of really, really good people out there handling just little blurbs here and there. But when it comes to website content, when it comes to emails, your value, your sales emails, if it comes to you know a bio on say Clubhouse, something that just really pops and captures uh, the audience or, or your customer base, I'm willing to do something like that. That's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's a great service and something that people definitely need. How did you get into this? Why should I trust you with my, with my content? Well, it, it's kind of a, it was, it just seemed like a natural um, transition. I spent 15 years doing um, on-air radio morning shows and things like that. And in the process of those 15 years, you learn how to speak to a variety of people. I mean, you've got people from all walks of life tuning in. You're selling yourself at that point, marketing not only your show, but the station and what have you. Spent a lot of time writing uh, advertising copy for a variety of, um, of advertisers with the station. Um, had a lot of good success with it. Transitioned into uh, sales after was done uh, getting up at three in the morning. <laughs> that gets a little old. So um, went into sales, went into the wine and spirits industry. And again, those same skills come into play. You've got to be able to deliver that same message. So I spent a lot of time uh, in tasting rooms or in educational seminars, writing up product information or sales sheets or what have you, and putting it in, in a way 
where we took what, what we were talking about with the product, gave it to the customers in a language that they could really connect with. It's, it's storytelling is what it is. And people tend to get um, more involved, develop loyalty, and will buy from somebody where they really like the story. And so it was just a natural transition, the writing there into this. Yep. And you know what? You just said the magic word. It's almost as if you knew what question I was going to ask next, which you didn't <laughs> because you led me right there. So people love a story. And look, you and I have known each other a very long time. We went to high school together, right? Yeah, and we so did. we have no, and we weren't, we weren't friends in high school. We weren't enemies, but we weren't friends. We didn't really know each other in high school, but we went to a very small school. Yes. And I knew, you know, for the longest time, I always thought that you were the valedictorian of our class, but it turns out I was wrong on that. So, but yeah. you're definitely overachiever, you're high achieving type A, full steam ahead. And you have an, you have a very interesting story just for your life. But I, I think what I would love is if you could tell our listeners the story of, or what's the story behind C3 Specialties and why you're launching it? Like, as Corey already asked, why now? Because it's a pandemic. But I say, why now? Because, I mean, you you can afford not to work, Cheryl. So why are you doing this? I love to work. I love to help people. And that it, it, that's always been, been the thing with me is I, I don't believe just on sitting on my laurels. It was, I was how let's see I'm wondering if I can tell the story so I have been um, working on a master of whiskey with an emphasis in bourbon right now because I was in the wine and spirits industry for so long so I started studying when the pandemic hit because things are kind of at a standstill and it was my dream at one point maybe I wasn't sure what I wanted to do whether it was to open a, a retail store or what have you but the, the thing that I always missed the most was the connections with people and the creative outlets and what have you. And so there was a morning where, Julie, you know, there's, there's four of us that grew up together that we, we speak almost daily. And you had uh, asked for some, um, some advice on, on a piece of copy that you were writing for SB Pace. Just take a look at it, see what we thought. And I took it and I asked if I could tweak it a little bit and I wrote it and I sent it back to you right away. And you said, this is good, could I use this? That happened a couple of times and pretty soon you just, the next day it came out and said, you're doing this. You're a copywriter and you, you're, you're sitting and you're doing nothing. Why are you not utilizing the talents you have and that's, that's where it kind of hit me where I went, yeah, why not? <laughs> and it, it was just that sort of that kick in the pants, if you will, that got me thinking. And the more I started thinking, the more I realized this is ridiculous. Why haven't I been doing this a whole lot sooner? And there came the process. I mean, it literally was almost an overnight decision. It, it's time to get moving. Cheryl, it's, it's time to get back out there again and do this. So basically I'm responsible for your career. This is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So what's been the, what's been the most challenging part of launching a business for you? What's been the hardest part? I think the hardest part for me is I am so used to 
giving a voice to other people, it's tough. It's tough talking about myself in, in a way where you don't feel braggadocious or, or what have you. I know that's going to come as a huge shock to the two of you because I, I talk. But for me, really sitting down and and getting personal and, and talking about whatever my accomplishments are, I'm uncomfortable with that. And so it's, it's a challenge. Um, it's a challenge putting it out there like that, but you need to. I mean, if you're going to, if, again, I keep coming back to, you need to be able to connect with your customers so that they know who you are. And so for me, I have to get over that, that hump because people aren't going to want to bring me on if I can't connect with them and let them see who I truly am. So just, I want to reiterate the hardest part of launching a business for you has been getting used to talking about yourself. You've got to write up about profiles and bios and, and what have you. And believe it or not, that's been, that's been very difficult. That, that answer surprises me in that I would have expected it to be, you know, all of the more logistical things around, you know, the actual launching was like the set of like writing the business plan and, you know, figuring out the marketing strategy and figuring out the, you know, launch strategy and all of those things. I, I guess I, it never occurred to me that that was going to be your answer. I, it's, it's a great answer. I just did not see that coming. I, I look at it this way with, I, I put a lot of trust in people that know the things that I don't. And it's, it's why I came to you and Corey, because it, it, it's overwhelming. I don't know that I would have actually gone out and launched had I not had people that I could trust that know business things. I know, I know writing, I know talking, I know being creative. I don't know those business things. So it, it became that trust, that trust thing. And I know you guys have my back. You'll point me in a direction. Cheryl, we need to come up with this. We need to do this. We need to do this. And I am good at ticking off the list with that. Where, where the, the hardest part for me is getting over that hurdle about writing about me. Everything else will flow. It's, it's, it's coming up with that really personal, hey, I, I'm putting myself out there with people I don't know. And that, that is kind of the quandary <laughs> for an introverted extrovert. Does that make sense? It does. It yeah. does. And that's a great answer. And unfortunately, we are out of time, though we could talk for hours and we have many times. So can you tell our listeners how they can find C3 Specialties? Uh, you can reach me through my website. You can email me. Uh, you can find me on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I'm pretty easy to find. Perfect. So thank you so much for joining us. We're going to put all of that information in the show notes for our guests and for our listeners. Our guest doesn't need to know it because she already has it. And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. It's always fun to talk to one of our clients and, and kind of go through the story of how they've launched. And if you want to connect with us, you can reach us on our social media sites. 
Uh, we're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and our websites as well, sbpace.com and bizquickpodcast.com. And hey, while you're out on the interwebs, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. We would love it if you listened regularly and like us and give us a review. And if you want to reach out to us about topics or give us any kind of feedback, feel free to do that through any of the means that you can figure out on how to get in touch with us. Um, and while you're out there, go ahead and purchase our book, Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. It's a number one bestseller on Amazon and it has a digital workbook download to go with it. Yeah, that book is really amazing. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And this was BizQuick. Helping small businesses across America and launching them.